Spirituality gets a lot of side-eye these days, and admittedly, some of it is pretty well-deserved. Things can feel a little bit floaty, a little bit out there, and more than a little weird. But I promise, it's not that crazy. It just needs to feel a little more human. And that, my friends, is why I'm here. I'm your host, Caitlin, and my goal is to take the super woo and bring it back down to planet Earth. Whether you're spiritually curious, spiritually closeted, or just a spiritual seeker who's itching to take things a little less seriously, there's something here for you. This is a Soulfire Productions podcast. Hello, wonderful humans. I am coming to you live today from Arizona. I am in an Airbnb and (laughs) I'm recording this much later at night than I usually like to record because I swear to God, there are like a pack of children upstairs and or a pack of small elephants So I'm praying that I get through all of this without uh, any of that interrupting me. I hope, well, if it happens, I hope nobody can hear it (laughs) because I swear to God, like I was doing work in here earlier today and I literally jumped out of my seat. I was so fucking shocked at the noises that came just out of nowhere from up there. So thoughts and prayers out to a seamless recording today. But Oh my God, you guys, I cannot wait to tell you about this. Finally, finally, after teasing it for legitimately every fucking episode I've recorded up till this point, we are finally diving into human design. I am so excited. I love human design so much. It is my current most massive obsession. If you haven't caught onto that already through the pod or through my Instagram, it's just the freaking best. And I mean, You know that I'm here for all of the self-discovery tools, you know, all the woo things, the astrology, the numerology, there we go, (laughs) all of that stuff. But what I love so much about human design in particular and why it has really resonated so, so much with me and so much more strongly than any of these other modalities is that it's literally about your being. It's not just information that you need to like analyze and understand and logic. I mean, yes, there is that, but It's really about how you physically and energetically and yes, even mentally interact with the world around you and with yourself. And I have probably never felt so seen in my entire life than when I got my first reading. Shout out Katie Calder yet again. (laughs) It was, I mean, this doesn't sound like a good thing, but it was like being punched in my being in the best way, like literally spotlight on so much about me that I had forgotten, but was so deeply resonant. Like I don't even necessarily have all the words to describe it. It was just so, so incredible how seen I felt and how accurate everything was and all the things. So anyway, this isn't going to be your kind of average run of the mill, like intro to human design. What is human design podcast? There are plenty of those out there already. I might do one in the future that kind of goes over it, maybe with a guest. I don't really know at this point. But what I do know is I'm finding that a lot of the way that I'm feeling called to, you know, talk about human design, to share about human design, not just on the podcast, but also through my Instagram, isn't necessarily the same way that I see a lot of other, you know, human design teachers talking about it, which is great, (laughs) you know, a lane for everybody. I personally am not really interested in teaching you about your design. So what I mean by that is, you know, pumping out content about all the gates and all the channels and all of those, you know, little details, the types. I mean, I don't know, who knows, but 
all of the little details that you have to really try to wrap your head around, the information, things that you have to really try to make sense of, like not super exciting to me at this point in time. I mean, again, that could always change, but so much of that content already exists out there. There are so many incredible teachers that are pumping out, have pumped out content about the gates, about the channels, about, you know, the type specifics and the lines and all of that sort of thing. I can point you to a bunch of those if you want to dig into all of that. But I frankly don't care all that much if you know all of those things about your design. I want to teach you how to literally be your design. I am really interested and passionate about you using your design to make your life easier, more fun, more flowing, juicier, all of these things that I've experienced myself by leaning more into my design. And you really do not need to know all the minutia of your chart to do that. You know, knowing all the little details is great. Like I am so fascinated by all of it, but I don't think you have to be in order to use this to kind of up-level your life. Like I will happily nerd out on all the details of your chart for you and then translate it in a way that lets you just focus on being. Like, how do I actually implement these things in my day-to-day and you know, use this as a tool to support myself in creating more ease, in creating more flow, all of the things? kind of getting down a rabbit hole that I'm not necessarily trying to go down today, but I I do think that a lot of the way the details are presented in some of the content that exists out there, like I think it's great that the content exists for the people who are into it, but for a lot of people, it's far too generalized. So it can kind of end up being confusing or not really resonating with you based on kind of the nuances of your chart. You know, you might be told you're a projector and you're supposed to take all this rest and all the things, but you actually have a lot of energy centers defined in your chart. So you're like, I really don't resonate with that all that much. So those are some of the things that I mean. Again, not trying to get down the rabbit hole today. Last thing I'll say on this is I think it can be really fun to dig into all the labels and the specifics if you're into it. You know, if you love this particular self-development tool or self-discovery tool, rather, you know, this brand of woo. But if not, then like, leave it. Who fucking cares? All you need to do is find someone who can help you put these details into action because I swear to God, it will change your life. And that's part of what I want to illustrate for you today, what it really looks like when you lean into, you know, these different aspects of your design versus what can happen when you don't. And as with so many things, I think it can be so much easier to understand the concepts and what we're talking about when we share stories, right? Like, literally illustrating it instead of just saying, oh, you know, this is X and this is what X means and this is how it works, blah, blah, blah. (laughs) You know, that can, again, just, it goes into the knowing and I feel like eyes kind of glaze over sometimes when we're we're just talking about it from the information standpoint. So, I mean, I am going to do a tiny bit of that for those of you who aren't familiar with the terminology. Like, yes, I'm laughing at myself because I literally just said I wasn't going to do it, but (laughs) we're rolling with it. It's just going to be a little, I promise. So, Authority. That's what I said I wanted to talk about today. It is this concept in human design. It's this term, you know, you may or may not be familiar with it already, but it's basically the way that your body uniquely makes its most aligned and correct decisions. Now, I've talked about this before on my Instagram in a couple of different places, a couple of different times. Our easiest and most aligned decisions actually don't come from the mind, which 
confuses a lot of people, I think, at first. I think it certainly did for me because we're so used to living with our mind. And we love the mind, right? It's so incredible. It's this amazing tool that can do all sorts of cool stuff like language and math and literally split second interpreting the world around us and, you know, letting us respond pretty much immediately. Like all of this is so incredible. The mind is just amazing. But when it comes to ourselves, there's a lot of what I like to call mental fuckery that can be at play. I legit love the term mental fuckery. <laughs> it's my new favorite term right now. I don't know where it came from, but I started using it a couple weeks ago and I'm rolling with it because I love it. But I digress. So when we're moving through life, trying to make decisions for ourselves, we often run across these little voices in our heads that like to you know, chime in and have their say. But the thing about these little voices is they're not always the most supportive for us in what they're saying. And they're not always, you know, leading us in the correct direction, even though in their own way, they're just trying to keep us safe. You know, I've talked about some of the ways that this can show up, you know, some of these voices in our heads in my last couple of solos. If you want to go back and take a listen to those, that might be helpful. And like I said, it seems counterintuitive at first because we're so used to living with our mind, making decisions with our mind, and the mind can be a great tool in making decisions for other people. But when it comes to ourselves, when you tap into your specific authority, and I'll say here too, I think it's important when you can regulate your nervous system and get back in touch with your body, you know, those I think are really necessary steps in actually trusting the signals that it's sending you, right? Trusting the biofeedback. But when you tap into your authority, it becomes so, so effortless. And Like I said, everyone has a unique authority. So for some, it's literally listening to your gut. You know, I feel like that kind of gets thrown around for everybody, like listen to your gut. But literally, there are some people that your gut is the specific thing that speaks to you in order to make your most aligned and correct decisions. For other people, believe it or not, I think this might shock people, but it's your emotions. You can be an emotional authority where you ride your emotional waves in order to make the the most correct and aligned decisions. For some, it's these little intuitive nudges or pings that kind of come through those little quiet, you know, pings. I won't get into all of the different ones, but within each authority, it can get even more nuanced depending on, you know, what gates and channels you have active in those specific centers. And, you know, I don't want to get too far into the weeds with all of the different authority types. I don't want to bombard you with the specific info with the gates and channels, like I said, but you know, if you don't know your authority already and want to, I'll say just DM me and I can let you know how to look it up. Or the option is always there if you want to go deeper, whether you just want to learn how to be in your authority or whether you actually do want to nerd out on all the details. I am here for you. You can book a reading um, link in my bio on Instagram to request one. They're legitimately so much fun. But yet again, I digress. (laughs) I said I wanted to show you and not just tell you, I feel like I'm back in what, like third grade, fifth grade, when all your teachers are like, show, don't tell in your papers. So here we go. My specific authority is called self-projected. And what that means is I essentially use my voice. And I also think of, you know, kind of the center of my being. So it's my chest area, my heart space area, if, if that's what you want, want to call it. This area 
literally speaks to me and I can feel, you know, sensation in this specific area of my body. And even the tone of my voice has changed significantly since playing with my authority. Topic for another time there, but this kind of center of my being, my heart space connected to my throat is what helps me make my most correct and aligned decisions. And so interesting because before I even knew what my authority was, looking back, I can see these different points in time where it was literally speaking through me. And I think this might sound a little bit odd to some people, but I can remember these instances where I would literally say things that felt like they were coming from my chest, like coming from deep down in my being, not just from my head. And I feel like if you can kind of think about having a conversation, it's a different feeling than when your mind is engaged, right? You kind of are thinking what you're going to say next and you're trying to almost, well, not trying to, it kind of happens automatically, but you're mentally processing, right? What's the other person is saying and what you want to say, that sort of thing. The earliest example I have of this, like, you know, speaking through me is during my first job out of college, that really toxic one that I've talked about a couple of different times in some of the earlier episodes, um, you know, episode one is a good one. But I can remember going into work, you know, going into the office many different occasions and saying things like, I'm not meant to sit behind a desk all day or, you know, this isn't for me. But I wasn't consciously registering these thoughts and these weren't thoughts that I was like consciously speaking aloud. I literally remember them almost bubbling up out of me again, kind of from the center of my being at the time they were legit just passing thoughts. (laughs) I almost didn't acknowledge them. Like, I don't know why I'm getting the image of these little burps coming out of me almost, but that's kind of what they were. They just kind of bubbled up and out, came from within, and I expressed them and then kind of moved right along without really, you know, bookmarking them in any sort of way. And, you know, because I wasn't really aware of them or registering them, I really didn't pay that much attention to them. Maybe I said that before, but what I understand now about my authority and how it operates is that it was trying to guide me back into alignment at the time. I just didn't know to pay attention. And by not paying attention, you know, by not listening, if you've, again, listened to some of those previous episodes, you kind of know what happened with that job. But the SparkNotes version is that my health completely tanked due to the stress of the job itself. You know, the work environment was just pretty horrible. And then my not so great coping strategies, we'll say, and I say they're not so great, but do want to give myself credit. I was just doing the best, you know, at the time with what I knew. I'll say this isn't the only example as well. You know, there are other stories, other times since then that looking back, I can see my authority was really trying to guide me to speak through me. But again, I wasn't paying attention. And when I don't pay attention, the result is always rather unfortunate. But shortly after this most recent example that I will tell you about at some point in the future, in this specific situation, you know, yet again, I didn't listen to my authority. I got knocked completely flat on my ass as a result. That was when I started digging super deep into my design and starting to really actually experiment with what I was learning about myself and how I, you know, quote unquote, best operate. Really starting to try to embody it just to see what happens. You know, I didn't know at the time I had only felt really seen by this reading and I was curious about and intrigued by this system, but I didn't know really how it would affect my day-to-day life. And 
you know, around the same time too, a little bit before I was starting to make the decision or trying to make the decision to, you know, give up my apartment in LA or not, which you all know by now (laughs) I did make that decision. And kind of leading up to that knock on my ass event, I kept being like, oh, it's coming. I'm leaving soon. But it was always kind of this vague sometime in the near future sort of thing. It probably drove my sweet roommate absolutely crazy. I love her to death. But looking back, a lot of the sort of waffling about the decision, I think really did come because I was, again, in my mind, I was trying to think and logic my way into the quote unquote right time. But when you're thinking and logicking, I'm sure you've experienced this before. There's always another reason, another, you know, oh, if I wait two more weeks, then this thing is happening. Or if I wait two more weeks after that, this thing, and then the week after that, this thing. And it's like, you can keep like kicking it out and out and out further. And you never actually make the decision because your mind is never finding the right time. And so after the knock me on my ass event, we'll call it, I literally like felt this knowing it was a really different sort of knowing it was in my chest that it was actually time. It was like a a really felt thing rather than a mind thing. And, you know, it almost feels like this event in a lot of ways knocked me into my design, which up until this point, I had been kind of tiptoeing around, kind of skating around, like getting information on my own, but not really, you know, jumping into a reading or really applying any of it, that sort of thing. And you know, even after the event, I'm making it sound so dramatic, but again, more to come on that later. But after the event, I can remember having these like fits and starts with making the decision, even after I had that really embodied knowing that it was time, because each time, you know, I would get this kind of sensation in my chest and throat that would say not yet, but my mind was trying to tell me it was time for different reasons. And there were, you know, three or four times that my mind was like, oh, we got to go right now. And this sensation in my chest and throat was like, "Mm -mm, not yet. There was this sort of nervousness or anxiousness that was accompanied with that kind of not yet. This little sort of constriction in my chest and throat that I just started becoming aware of and kind of listening to. So when it was finally a yes... It was a completely different sensation, like absolute total peace, complete ease, this so calm, full body yes. It was truly unlike anything I had ever experienced before in making such a large decision because that was really a large decision, you know, not living in the place that I lived for 10, almost 11 years, four of those being college, but, you know, they're more of the time than not in college. But anyway, when I made the decision from that super calm, super peaceful place, literally everything after that fell into place like it was magic. Like I shit you not, invitations I had been asking for, you know, things I had been expressing that I wanted to do and places that I wanted to go, lining up one after the other after the other, dropping right into my lap. It was flowing so incredibly effortlessly and easily. It was really almost baffling because I hadn't really experienced anything like that before. And I just think it's such an interesting contrast, you know, with those things this last time, and there have been times since then, certainly, but this time that I'm highlighting here, 
it being so easy, you know, so effortless, things just legitimately falling into place without even me like thinking or trying versus the first time, the first example that I highlighted, you know, in the job, not listening and it literally leading to my health completely tanking, just night and day different. And, you know, even beyond that, I'm thinking of another story that came up really recently with a friend, you know, someone I've been working with for a while on trusting her gut. She is the, you know, listen to your gut authority. It's called sacral, if you're not familiar. But she just had a very acute, like really, really painful health issue pop up right in that lower abdomen area. If you're familiar with, you know, the traditional seven chakra system, it's right where the sacral chakra sits, that the traditional chakra system is part of what informs human design. Again, not getting too far into the weeds, but it's just so interesting that it's her authority, you know, her sacral screaming at her to listen, just like mine was, different sort of manifestation of it, but again, to the detriment of her health, just like mine was. And I think the thing that is just so crazy about hers is that it was legitimately that same exact area that her authority sits. Like, you just can't make this shit up, right? So in all, I think it's just really interesting to consider these stories you know, how both not listening to your authority and how listening to it actually play out in real life to start to really understand, you know, how human design can inform how you best operate. Like it, it just fucking works. I can't even explain it, but it's something to, you know, potentially explore, not just for self-discovery, but also if you're running up against blocks, you know, whether they're just in areas of your life you're trying to move forward and finding it difficult to make progress. But even if you're having some of these like mystery symptoms or health issues, like the examples I've given and want to be super clear with this, I am not giving medical advice. I am not saying human design is a magical cure-all, nothing like that. But what I'm trying to highlight here is that, you know, your energy and your energetics really do matter and they can have a really substantial effect on your health and well-being. I have another really good example of this coming soon. I'm going to record a whole podcast about it. So stay tuned for that one as well. I am really, really curious to hear from you on this. You know, please DM me with your thoughts and your questions and all the things, whether you have already started to play with your authority, whether you are totally new to this and you're like, I don't even believe it. Like, I would love to have conversations with you about this because, I mean, I absolutely love this stuff, first of all, but I'm also so, so incredibly passionate about, you know, helping others understand and really use this tool to create the same level of ease and flow and really self-trust that it has given me because that's been one of the most massive results, I think. I mean, there's so many, but the level to which I trust myself in any given moment to lead myself and to make clear decisions and all the things like it's been so incredible. I can't underscore that enough. So, you know, please, please DM me, ask questions. Let's chat about it. And, you know, like I mentioned earlier, if you want to go even further, you can click the link in my bio, DM me, whatever, and we can set up a reading for you. I would absolutely love to support you in this. And, and in the being, you know, not just in the knowing, I, I'm not interested in giving you a bunch more information that's going to sit there that you're not going to do anything with. I really want to help you embody this and give you the tools to help you create that ease and that self-trust and all the things. So with that, today's installment of 
what the fuck am I doing? So I mentioned earlier on in the episode, I'm in Arizona right now. I road tripped out here on Sunday and it is Tuesday as I am recording this episode. So pretty recent here, but the road trip. Oh my goodness. I know I've told you guys before that I really actually enjoy the solo drives because I just get to be in my own energy. I have all these downloads come through. It's just a grand old time. But this trip, man, it just was off to <laughs> not the best start. I The Airbnb that I was in in San Diego was set up kind of weird that the outlet, at least one that was easily accessible, was not by the head of the bed. It was by the foot of the bed. And so I would try to charge my phone earlier and then go to bed with it close to me. But the problem is I like to listen to sleep stories or sleep music to help me relax and sleep better because I'm a sleep diva and I (laughs) need to get the best sleep possible. So I had used a different one on the last night before I was leaving than I had used the previous nights staying at this Airbnb. And this one had a lot longer of a play time. And I didn't realize this when I put it on. So my phone died at some point in the middle of the night. I also did not realize it was daylight savings time, but turned out to be a blessing in disguise because I actually needed to sleep a little bit longer than I was intending to if my alarm had actually gone off. But anyway, starting off the trip with a bang, completely dead phone. pack up all my stuff, hit the road. It's fine. A little later than I wanted, but whatever. And I put on the maps just long enough to like get me into the first really long stretch of freeway. And then I turned it off. Like I exited out of the maps and I had my screen kind of black for most of the time too. So I was trying to charge the battery, you know, as fast as possible, as high as possible in my phone. And, you know, when you're using all the apps, especially the maps and things like that, it can drain your battery really fast. So I was trying to do my best to get the phone to charge, but I get maybe, gosh, I don't know how many hours I was into the drive. When I had turned off the navigation, I had like 268 miles on this one stretch of freeway or something like that. And I was just like jamming along. I was, you know, singing to music for a while, listening to a bunch of podcasts. I love to voice note myself when I drive too. So I get down all these downloads and ideas so they don't, you know, slip out of my brain and I lose them forever, which totally happens all the time. But this one stretch of road, when I was supposed to make the turn, I was also in the middle, if you were following me on Instagram at that point in time, I was having this really emotional couple of days too. And in the car, I just at one point needed to have this release. So I put on a set that always makes me cry, (laughs) legitimately to this day. And so I was just like, heaving sobs for a while. I was having these downloads and then I was just jamming out to the music, all of this happening. And I completely forget to turn back on my navigation to check in where I'm supposed to go. Turns out, luckily, I was only 20 minutes out of the way when I finally turned my navigation back on. That could have been a lot worse if I had not been like, hmm, wonder if I should check. So I wasted about 20 minutes or so just being a dodo, (laughs) not paying attention. But it turned out okay. 20 minutes isn't too bad of a detour. I could have ended up in New Mexico (laughs) if I hadn't looked at it sooner. So that is my what the fuck am I doing story of the day, not charging my phone and just generally being an airhead. (laughs) And for the parting thought of today's episode also has to do with nomad life. So both of my more recent like longer trips that I've taken 
I have run into the most random heat waves ever. And it's the most annoying thing, you guys. Like, I'm living out of one suitcase, both of these trips. And I check the weather in all the cities I'm going to be in. I make sure that I pack the best I can for the weather that's going to be there. The first time it was so much worse. It was like 85 degrees, almost 90 degrees in San Diego. And all I have is like long leggings and jeans. I was like, what the fuck is actually happening? This is so not okay. And it happened again this most recent time. I think I was in LA for this heat wave, if I'm not mistaken. But I'm just wondering, like, is this me? Am I... (laughs) I'm thinking of that TikTok or whatever that's like, am I the drama? Like, am I bringing these heat waves to all these places? Which I really don't want heat in the middle of January, February. I guess it's now March, but you know, I'm not looking for 80 degrees right now. (laughs) Oh man, so random. Anyway. That's all I have for you today. As always, if you enjoyed the show, please consider sharing it with a friend who would enjoy it. You can subscribe or leave or and or I guess leave a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts. I have a special secret playlist only for listeners. So if you want access to the playlist, all you have to do is screenshot your review before you submit it on Apple Podcasts and send me a DM and I will get you hooked up with the playlist. It is a good one if I do say so myself. And last but not least, you can always submit a what the fuck am I doing story of your own if you want a chance for it to be featured on the show. Just a fun way to get y'all involved as well. So you can DM that to me. And as always, just DM me any thoughts, musings, questions, all the things. I love to hear from you. I so, so appreciate you for tuning in and for listening. And I will catch you next week. Bye. Bye.